Well, hey there, everyone. Glad you joined today. Um, I really do appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast because I just sincerely do it for y'all. Like this, I, this is <laughs> you guys are why I do this completely. Um, you know, just so that you guys can be blessed, encouraged, challenged. You know, just to pursue Jesus in a greater way than you did the day before. Um, and I can't honestly stress enough how important Jesus is and how he is the greatest pursuit you can have in your life. I cannot stress that enough. Jesus is and always will be the greatest pursuit you can have in your life. So please chase after him with all you have. Chase after Jesus. Chase after Jesus with all you have. Um yeah, let's pray. We're going to get right into this week's episode. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, I need you. Need you. You are Lord. You are Lord. You are worthy. The only one worthy of my life and my worship and my everything. God, I uh, I confess that, you know, I have not lived up to your calling, to your standard, to your commands. Um and I just ask now for forgiveness of my sins. Um, you know, the sins that I know of, the sins that I don't know of, God. Um, forgive me and strip me of the power of my flesh over me and give me the strength of your Holy Spirit, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all, let's talk about the Bible today. Um, so if you have a physical Bible that you read and it's near, I want you to grab it. Just pick it up. And if you don't right now, uh, if you don't have a physical Bible, let me encourage you to get a physical Bible. I love my physical Bible. Um, but if you don't have one near, just kind of follow along in your mind. Put these images in your head. Um, okay, so you either have your Bible or you have it in your mind, right? So I want you to hold it in your hands right now. Just hold it. Take a look at it. Flip through the pages. Um, just experience it real quick. This book, you know, the book we call the Bible, it's important. It just, just look at that, say it in your head, just, this is important. It's important. And I think we can all agree on that. At least I hope we can. Um, but how do we know it's important? You know, how do we know that this book is not just uh, as important as any other book that we'll read? Well, for one, it's because... It's here. We have it. <laughs> it exists after thousands of years, um, and it could have been easily destroyed long ago, but it has endured and it has lasted. Um, why else? Well, number two, I think it's simple it's because God wrote it, right? And let me go into, before we kind of get into the crux of everything, let me get into a little bit uh, on the whole, you know, this is the Bible, the, the God-inspired, written by man, inerrant word of God thing. Let's talk about that real quick. Um, that's something that actually not everyone agrees on. Okay. Even a lot of self-proclaimed Christians don't necessarily believe that the Bible is the perfect inerrant word of God inspired by God. Um, some of them might not even agree that it's God's word at all. Um, and this is honestly, you know, just being outright. This is something that I myself have struggled with for a very long time. Um, I no longer struggle with it, but I did struggle with um, just the idea that the Bible is, is God's inerrant word. Um, I struggled with it for a long time. I've had questions with some of you guys or conversations with some of y'all about, about this. 
um, you know, asking questions like, is the Bible perfect? Does it contradict itself? Do the multiple translations, you know, from a dead language to English actually translate well and translate true? Um, you might have struggled with these same questions yourself. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I promise. Um, we all struggle with questions like that. Um, and just let me encourage you take them to God and allow him to speak to you regarding your doubts and your confusion. He's not afraid of your questions. You know, he already knows you have those questions and he won't condemn you for them either. I think that's a lot, or I think that's something a lot of us struggle with is that when we have doubts, we have questions that we feel like God is disappointed in us. Um, let, let me tell you, he's eager to have conversations with you uh, through prayer, through reading his 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 word, the Bible. Um, he, he's eager to have these conversations with you and he wants to give you answers. So take the questions to him. Don't be afraid, but know that God loves you and he wants to give you these answers. Um, regardless of where you land with the Bible and, you know, what it is or is not, let me tell you where I have landed through my struggles and questions and, and prayers and conversations with uh, other believers that I trust and respect. Um, after years, and I literally mean years, of wrestling with this idea, the conclusion I came to, and this wasn't a recent conclusion, um, but the conclusion I came to is this, that the Bible is the true inerrant word of God. And when I say inerrant, I mean it's perfect. The Bible is the true perfect word of God. But that wasn't the first conclusion I came to. Okay, the first conclusion I came to was this. Even if this book we call the Bible is not the inerrant word of God, even if this is just a book of collected words written by man, I believe it's still the book that God assembled and protected through the ages for the sole purpose of speaking to us and revealing himself to us. I'll say that again. Even if it's not the inerrant word of God, even if this is just a book of collected words written by man, I believe it's still the book God assembled and protected through the ages for the sole purpose of speaking to us and revealing himself to us. This, the Bible, this is the book God put together so that, and this is the purpose of the Bible, so that we can know him, so that we can know the one he sent and why he sent him, that's Jesus, and so that we can know his will. God put this together for us. Now, I'm not I'm not trying to convince you today that the word of God is the word of God. Um, I just kind of wanted to, to, to talk about that real quick because what I really want to do is to help you answer two questions um, and to really think through what the Bible means to us. Um, the two questions are this, uh, why did he assemble this book? I know we kind of just answered that, but there's a simpler answer that I want to talk about. And why did he protect its existence? And here's my simple answer. Um, he assembled this book and he protected it so that we read it. That's the answer. <laughs> Why? Um, is because he intended for us to read it. We have the Bible because God put it together in order for us to read it. Now, I know that sounds like a really simple and, you know, just an, just an answer, like a, a throwaway answer. Like, well, yeah, of course. Um, but I don't think we really take that to heart, um, you know, that he intends for us to read this book that he assembled. I mean, why does any author write a book, right? Well, they don't write it so you can throw it on a shelf or in the drawer of a hotel nightstand, right? Words are written to be read. I know it's a freaking wild concept, but I think I got this one right. Words are written to be read. So, you know, are you reading? 
How often are you reading? How much are you reading? Why are you reading? Why aren't you reading? Um, these are all questions that you probably need to go through yourself and, and answer. Um, I'm going to read an article uh, that I found on gutquestions.org, which is you know, a resource that I regularly mention here because it's a great resource. Um, and that gives some reasons for the, you know, why don't we read the Bible question. So I'm going to read that section to you real quick. And I think some of these things will, will probably land with you. Um, and this is what uh, the section of this article says. It says, if we are not reading the Bible because we aren't interested in what God has said, we are guilty of apathy. And apathy just means, you know, you don't care. Um, If we are not reading the Bible because we think we don't need to, we are guilty of pride. And, you know, we know that God opposes the proud. Don't want God's opposition. If we are not reading the Bible because we can't find the time or we don't consider it important, we are guilty of having wrong priorities. Now, I've heard lots of other reasons throughout the years, but these are a really good start. Um, And maybe one of these uh, reasons fits you. Uh, I think the most common reason um, would probably be the last one. You know, I just can't find the time Um, or, you know, I meant to, but I just didn't get around to it. Um, Or I don't even know where to start. Where do I start? Um, uh, There's there's tons of reasons people don't read the Bible. Um, But let me pose a scenario to you. Um, And you can fill in the blank of this scenario uh, for so many things, Um, but I'm going to focus on the Bible right now because that's what we're what we're talking about. So I'm going to fill in the blank with with the Bible. So here's a scenario. In the end, after you've died um, and uh, you get to see God face to face and he asks you this question, um, he says this to you, he says, I gave you the Bible. What did you do with it? I gave you the Bible. What did you do with it? And you could put in a bunch of different things. I gave you fill in the blank. What did you do with it? I gave you wealth. What did you do with it? I gave you um, this resource. What did you do with it? Um, I gave you my son. What did you do with him? Um, I gave you the Bible. What did you do with it? What's your answer going to be? And further, how are you going to feel answering that question? Like, will you answer with regret like knowing like, man, I, I, I know I should have, I should have read my Bible you gave it to me and, um, I, I, I didn't do it. Or will you answer with confidence? Like, like, yeah, I know you gave me that book, but I was super busy, Lord, like super busy, 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 busy. I just didn't, couldn't, couldn't find time to read it. Um, uh, what's, what's, what's going to be your answer? My guess is for most of us would probably the probably be the answer with regret, knowing that we probably took for granted that we wasted the resource that God put together for us to read, to internalize, and to put in practice. You know, God gave us the Bible so that we would read it. He gave us the Bible so that we would read it. He put it together. He inspired these people so that we would read it so that we would internalize it, so that we would, um, like the Bible says, you know, I've hidden your word in my heart that, I've not, that I won't sin against you. Psalm 100, you know, talks about a tree um, and the, the way the tree flourishes and prospers is just like a man who uh, loves the Lord and loves his law, who meditates on it day and night. There's blessing in this resource. You know, it tells us multiple places that it's important and that we are to study it and know it. Um, 
I'm going through the book of Joshua right now. It's one of my favorite books. I, I love doing some character studies and everything. But Joshua 1, uh, verse 9, let me, I'm just going to grab it real quick. Grab my paper Bible because I love my paper Bible. Um, Joshua 1, um, let's see here. And I'll start in verse six it says, be strong and courageous for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Now, so Moses just died and Joshua was taking over leadership of Israel. Verse seven, only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant commanded you do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may have good success wherever you go. Um, there's, you know, there's success in, in following God's, God's commands here. Uh, verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then will make, or for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Um, God sees his word as important. He sees it as important and he wants us to know it and to study it and to put it in practice. So I just want to encourage you all, read it, study it, know it, put it into practice. Let it guide you. Don't waste the amazing blessing of this wonderful resource that God created just for you. I think it's really easy for us to just get this out of priority. I think it's really easy for us to forget about it, um, to have it on a shelf or even have it on our phone um, and just get into the routines of life where reading God's word is not a part of it. And I cannot express how wasteful it is of us to not spend time in his word, reading it and studying it, um, that we take for granted the blessing of, of the Bible. Um, so just again, let me encourage you, please just read it, study it, know it, let it guide you. Don't waste this blessing and this resource that God assembled and created and inspired just for you. Read it. Let's pray. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you for your word. Now I accept all that it is because you made it with a purpose, God. You made it with a purpose, and I pray that you would put it in my heart, that you would make it a priority in my life, that I would not let it become a forgotten part of my faith. Help me, God. Help me, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all, I'm going to play some music like I do every week. Take some time, you know, or just skip the music. I don't care. Just take some time and pray. Um, listen to the Holy Spirit. Let him challenge you. Let him change you. Um, and uh, just open your ears, your heart, and your mind to what the Holy Spirit is telling you.
All right, I'm going to close in prayer, but if you need more time, you know, pause us, sit in silence, pray. Just continue to focus your attention on the Lord and what he is saying. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the practical instruction that comes from your word. Thank you for creating the Bible with me in your mind and in your heart. Um, don't let me waste it, God. I praise you for such a practical blessing for making this available to me. Praise you, God. In Jesus' name, amen.